0: Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. Happy Friday everyone, welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility, but before we get started, I wanted to remind you about the 10 day challenge that I have coming up on February, no, it's March, oh my gosh, I'm all over the place today, March 18th, and it's a 10 day challenge where I am going to support and hold you accountable of eliminating some of your inflammation foods that you know deep down are causing some issues and encouraging you to find some mindfulness practices to help you cope with life's BS and all of the infertility BS that you're dealing with right now as well. So go check it out. It is at findingfertilitychallenge.com. Sign up, get registered. I'm super excited. So without further ado, let's get to the talk show and welcome to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm super excited that we've snuck in another little mini episode for you guys. I am here today with some
1: beautiful women. Introduce yourself, please. Hey, I'm Sarah Clark, founder of Fab Fertile and host of the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast. I use, we, we use functional lab testing to help couples get pregnant with uh, using diet and lifestyle changes.
2: Hi, my name is Robin Birkin. You can find me at the Fertility Warriors podcast, and it is all about helping you become a fertility warrior um, to help you conquer the stress of infertility and get pregnant faster. I
3: am Devin Baeza, the fertility finance coach. I help women make, save, and manifest money to fund <laughs> their future family fast.
0: Devin does this amazing like magical finger thing with manifesting yes, and yes. right? Like Devin is an an amazing
1: manifester it. so if you want to learn about that shit go and like yeah connect uh, Devin, talk about the 23 with your like checks and this whole thing came through for you the other day it was like you you had manifested a whole bunch of stuff there
3: Oh yeah, and I do recommend that um, when I work one-on-one with people in group programs to have their lucky number and to be aware of it and use it sort of as a compass to guide you. And it's really funny on my business journey, it happens all the time. So it was, I had an important meeting that got rescheduled to the 23rd and all day, every time I looked at the clock, it was ended at 23. Uh, And then I went and checked the mail and I often say to myself, who sent me money today? Because I didn't say that to myself do it yeah, yeah do it do it and message me when you go to the mailbox say who sent me money today because i've had more random checks in the mail doing that than ever before and so um i opened up there was three pieces of mail There were all three checks and they were all for 123 dollars on the date of 123.
0: It's <laughs> insane it's like mind-blowing right um so today we well we kind of ended off the topic um last time about um going to do IVF maybe with or without some diet changes and how um, there was a post on Instagram um, from a guy that I follow and he talked about you know the difference between well he got really emotionally charged because someone said to him you know you would have saved a lot of money if you just went on a cruise relaxed and did reflexology and he got really pissed off and, you know, he just was like questioning this whole holistic side of, you know, trying to get pregnant. We've talked a little bit about finances and how if you would do all four of our programs, you would probably save a lot of money <laughs> and your chances of getting pregnant. Is it fair to say, are the same as doing IVF?
1: Be higher. I don't know, right? <laughs> Should be higher. It, a higher I want to say
0: it's higher, but it, we don't have those statistics. So I can't like come out and say, if you take this holistic, you know, it's not even holistic. It is a functional medicine approach. It is, you know, mind, body, it is not sitting down getting reflexology because I will tell you what, I did that shit for a fucking year every week. It did not work. You know, it is much more than doing those I don't want to say basic and I don't want to put any of those practices down because I do believe that they are super supportive during this journey but what I think a lot of people think it is is just um, a quick fix to their fertility or you know like this um, you know even if you're doing IVF like a a supportive thing which I do feel it
2: does support you mentally but um, it's more complex than that I think what it comes down to like it's not about like just go on a cruise just take a holiday like you know and i can you know now looking back at my journey i mean we all got triggered by people saying things like just take a holiday just relax the problem is that like when you work with someone like me we talk about how um, the way that you're processing emotions can cause radical inflammation in your body. And it all, like, I feel like so much of it comes back to inflammation. When we look at the mind, when we look at the body, a lot of the time it comes back to inflammation and it's about strategies to lower inflammation to help you get pregnant. But there's a real disconnect between just relax that doesn't tell us like how to just relax during something that is actually a really stressful process, um, but it also oversimplifies what is actually, can be quite a complex process in processing our emotions, processing um, our perspective on our situation, you know, looking at exactly what we're doing from a health and wellbeing lifestyle, physical sense as well. Um, But I think, yeah, that totally there you know, there's been so many people who have said things like just relax and things like that, that people have almost become allergic to mindset and like the way that stress impacts our
0: fertility yeah I mean Devin, I know you've talked a lot about this and it is um, you know going you know to IVF like you know some of us did I know Robin you started working on yourself before you went to IVF but I didn't (laughs) hashtag type A Um, what is that mindset that we feel um, that the IVF is going to get us there, right? Like we are willing to pay a lot of money for what a 30% chance of success and how we, um, like are so disconnected from these holistic treatments because maybe they get a bad rep or we have tried them and they seem not to work, but yet we can go do IVF. It didn't work. I went and did a second one. It didn't work. You know, what is that mindset towards, I mean, from a financial point of view of, of going that route? Do you get what I'm trying to ask? Sorry, I might not be like putting this the right way.
3: Well, um, you can clarify if that's not what you're asking. <laughs> I mean, I do think that there's like a, a few different takes on that. So certainly in my own journey, I did not go right to IVF. We did years of treatments um, beforehand, timed intercourse and, you know, medications and IUIs and surgeries and eventually IVF. Still important. conventional, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I mean, right. I did the same thing. It took me three years to get to IVF, but um, right. yeah.
3: So I, and I, it wasn't until I was about to do IVF that I was ever introduced to the idea of, um, f- you know, food making a difference. Uh, I think I told you I went to, uh, technically, he was a witch doctor. <laughs> he was like a holistic doctor, but he was actually like a witch. <laughs> um, and so he so doc, said, What, you're talking to me about Brazil nuts? What the hell is a Brazil nut? where did they sell those? I don't even know. So I think that the exposure to it is one thing. Nowadays, there's a lot more of that. But like we're talking about on another episode, it's also very confusing and overwhelming. And what we do with a ton of information, it's the same with financial information when it's unfamiliar. uh, And when we get a lot of it, we, when we feel overwhelmed, we immediately shut down so instead of digging through it uh we'll just shut it out because i i can't deal with this this is yet another thing on my plate and it also feels like another thing i'm doing wrong or now there's another thing that i'm responsible for and i think that there's some um, pushback with that like when someone tells you just relax and you're like oh you fucking idiot i've already done that i've done everything there is to do and you know quit blaming me for this medical diagnosis nobody tells you to just relax when you have leukemia but telling me to just relax because I have you know endometriosis I have my husband has a low sperm count I have you know there's just it, it feels offensive to be blamed for something that you feel like is not your fault
2: and also impossible like like you if someone said to you just relax you'd be like Just Stop thinking about the thing that matters the
3: most to you in your life and that there's a ticking clock on and that you've sacrificed everything for. Just stop thinking about it. Go on a cruise.
0: Do you think because, um, I mean, to generalize it and I know uh, like IVF clinics are different and they take different approaches. You know, I've been to two, they were very different, but in theory, they're all saying the same like message, take these drugs for two weeks, collect the eggs. Take these drugs, you know, implant in fingers crossed pregnancy, and that's easy to understand for people. And so it's a, like an like a easier route.
3: It's not, I don't think that it's necessarily easy to understand, but it's easy to trust. Yeah. It's easy to trust what they're telling you to do next. Do You feel like uh, a little bit safer in that they've had success, that these are the big guns, that this is the best that medical technology has to offer. Um, and you know, you're willing to give it a go. It felt like our last hope. I would have never guessed I would have got pregnant on my own years later. I would have bet my life that that wouldn't have happened. Um, so I think that it's just, I, you trust what they have to say. It helps that they're cohesive in what they're saying. Their approach might be different. The meds might be different, but they're all in agreement that Mm -hmm. six IUIs, you know, okay, you need to move on to IVF. So then you, you have like a collect, you know, a collection of people who are agreeing where when you come to the holistic route, people disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. So somebody's telling me to go vegan and someone's telling me to go paleo and someone's telling me to go keto. I'm like, well, maybe all y'all don't know. Yeah. And That's it's, it's to
2: happened. some degree, yeah, it's a bit unregulated. Like, you know, we've grown up thinking if you're sick, go to a doctor, the doctor will fix it. I think more often than not, a lot of the times now, we're going to see general practitioners and things like that and not getting the answers that we thought that we wanted so now people are starting to become savvy and starting to look outside the box and okay maybe this is going to be outside the realm of conventional medicine um, but i think we've grown up and like so we should trust like i you know like i'm i do still advocate for ivf uh, and things like that i think it, like all four of us um, can thank conventional medicine for our children. Um, However, I think knowing what we know now in hindsight, some of us might have made a few different choices, but like credit where credit's due, they've had a lot of training um, to get where they're at. Technology is amazing. But yes, I think we we do need to like expand our team a little bit and look like quit the tunnel vision and start looking at, actually, this is wider than that. And actually, even, even if, so number one, like Sarah and Monica, I'm sure that you would say that IVF, well, I know that you say it, IVF is the last step, but even if someone is going through IVF, there is actually still a lot that's in your control. Um, and, when, and people feel like they're handing over all of their control to their IVF clinics, but actually, there's a lot that you are still responsible for. Quality of your eggs, quality of your sperm. You're taking a huge fucking gamble. You're paying like 30 grand. Make sure that you're maximizing your chances of winning like that gamble by opening your eyes just a little bit and making sure that you're doing everything that you can at your end to make sure that that's gonna be successful.
1: to me if you're so basically whatever you select it's it's whatever it's right for you so if ivf right now is right for you then to me it's like really digging into the mindset piece visualizing it working like really and if you can take you know if you can take three to six months ahead of time and work on some some you know if you can look at other things looking at your diet but if that's just not for you that's fine you want you want to do ivf there's things like i just did an episode talking about it's interesting because when i got my my diagnosis i didn't get a second opinion i I picked the first IVF clinic that I found and then off I went because I totally, I was in complete trust of the doctors and didn't, I totally visualized it working and it did. But, you know, this episode I talk about is like, well, you know, let's look at some, let's look at the the clinics. Why don't we do our due diligence? And um, we're interviewing them, um, really selecting one that's right, you know, right, right for us. And then um, it, I think it's looking at different. Yeah, I look, looking at that, but I think. Um, what was I going with this? Um, but if, if if that's feeling right for you, that's that's where you need to go. And but I think we there is some sort of because people are like, okay, now I'm ready for IVF, and they think it's that you know with a thirty percent success an average thirty percent success rate. Why, and spending tens of thousands of dollars, there is like it's because we're trusting the person in the white coat. I think it's an old paradigm. Um, but again, if it feels right for you, go for it. But, um, but otherwise, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Basically there's things you can do before you go to IVF to opt to optimize your, your success of it working. Um, it's just that that whole mindset, right? You see, and
0: you know, I've been there, I've done it. And that's why like, maybe like it's so emotional for me is that you are doing these holistic things and they're just not working naturally or with IVF and it's that like um, what is that mindset that we're in that IVF is still the answer that we'll give up on you know the diet we were on because it didn't work in three months we'll give up on the mindset stuff because it didn't work in three months but we did a round of IVF it failed but I'll try it again because it might work this time know where are we in our mindset that that, that that's just kind of like I like I know there's no right answer and I know it's probably like you said Devin a few different things but it's I think a very thing to like a good discussion to get in is because because people are giving up on these holistic treatments because they haven't found the right combination for them and um, you know like when I see articles of people doing five six I mean there's one out at the moment that like says six rounds and of no saw that. Yes. baby yeah i'm like just the, like my heart the,
1: like the medic like the the, the the i don't know on the person's body emotionally and physically of all that medication circulating around in your body i don't know yeah. but also the
2: increased risk of like we don't talk about it that often but like i'm a prime example of how people messing about so much in your insides can actually cause some fucking damage like people that cause my placenta people you know poking around in there cause my placenta to implant over my cervix cause major placenta previa caused fucking hemorrhage at 37 weeks and a hysterectomy um i know i have women in my programs who have fallen pregnant naturally but right after an ivf cycle um and because of the ivf and everybody fishing around in there had massive infections like shit goes can go pear-shaped with ivf nobody talk. nobody talks about this um but and or, do you know what I, actually a really great place to show the comparison is a tiktok video that i saw that you did monica about like <laughs> comparing these like what are you going to get from doing each of these things um and it's not to downplay conventional treatment but it's also it's to have a look and say like hang on there's a huge number of benefits to looking outside the box to getting support elsewhere be that mental support um, like you know physical body support um, and things like that and all it doesn't have to always be one or the other I think it can be getting a big team together like the person who is trying to run the 100 meter sprint, doesn't just have one person on his team he has like a whole fucking team of people working together to help him get that goal but for some reason we're just looking some a lot of the time we have this narrow focus that we just look to again this is one person i'm just going to hand over all of my control and that means that i don't have to do anything I, i think you actually do but
1: yeah. I talk about that, the assembling the team. I think it's from Dr. Oz too, where you've got like, you're in the center and you've got your RE, your OBGYN, your fertility coach, your nutritionist, masseuse, chiro, uh, acupuncturist, not all at once. Cause that's like super overwhelming, but you're in the center. And a lot of times we just go whoop, right to the RE. Oh, that's where we need to go. And we, and we forgot to even listen to ourselves. Like what's going on in our body. There's other things that we actually, we, we know our body best. We know. Yeah. And so to use each person, but you're using them for you, not them telling you what to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I I think um, there's a very, I don't know, maybe small amount of people saying, like you say, Robin, talking about the negative side of IVF. It's always kind of like, I feel like, okay, here we go. We're doing IVF and it's like normalized now you know, where if like, when people hear about my diet still, they think I'm fucking crazy. They're like, what? You're <laughs> crazy for eating that way to improve your health. I'm like, but I wasn't crazy by taking a shitload of drugs to get pregnant. Like, like, like getting a- put under in a hospital
1: and yeah. Like- yeah. It's yeah. interesting when we're, yeah, you know, we're given a prescription and we're, we're like, okay. And we go to the pharmacist and we have it filled, but if we're, we're told to take a supplement or maybe eat something, well, all of a sudden we came these, these crazy researchers and thinking it's all bullshit. Like why? Because years and years ago we didn't. This has only been this conventional side of things has only been around for what hundred years. So why why is that the, the the be all and end all? Obviously technology is here and it's 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 there. But um, I don't know. I just think we're missing something. Do you think from a
0: money mindset, Devin, it's just that more security you feel from like a medical side that your chances are your money is better spent there because they have these statistics of success?
3: Well, yeah, I think that we get um, a sense of security from numbers and we also have a perceived value associated with how much we're spending on things. So if you have a treatment that's, you know, $50, it's, you think, "Wait, eh, it's $50 worth of treatment. But if you have a treatment that's $30,000, well, then that must be really valuable. You
1: mm-hmm. know, so there is some underlying
3: mm-hmm. spending psychology associated with numbers and the value we place on them. Uh, and I think that that can, that and it does play a part in it as well.
0: Yeah, because I mean, me and Sarah have talked about this is like, you know, functional medicine is expensive because you are, you know, um, a lot of insurance won't cover it. Um, all the tests are, you know, expensive. Working with someone one on one is expensive. Um, and, you know, trying to bring it to the masses in a financial way. Sometimes people are like, oh, you're what? That's really cheap. That must not be valuable where you're like, well, like, I'm trying to do a group program, you know, like I'm trying to make it affordable for everyone. And people are like, no, 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 too cheap. That's
1: not good. value." it's, hell you. Way, it's like, way less expensive than IVF.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And oh. like I, I said in that TikTok, at the end of IVF or functional health, your chances of a baby are this, right? They're like, yes and no both sides, you can have a baby or you won't have a baby. Like there's no like magic recipe for either of them, but you get so much more. But I think Devin, you said um, on one of the episodes, it's that like, it's not tangible, right? All the, all the things that you get from a functional medicine side, it, it, it doesn't feel real. So therefore, why do it?
3: Yeah, I think that there's not a one-to-one correlation there. There's not a do this, it equals this. With IVF, the point is to bring home ba- a baby, you know, that's what you go in knowing this is what leads to this in your mind. You're taking care of all the variables. They injected one sperm into one egg that was mature, that was supposedly healthy, that's going in my uterus. Like, you you can't do that by having a kale smoothie. <laughs> So that so in my mind am i gonna you know bother with this or am i going straight to this if i believe that i only have one shot and twenty thousand dollars to spend one time where am i going with it uh you know then i'm then i big bust out the big guns and the best chance i thought that i had which i thought was ivf i was being told was ivf and that's what i did
2: and plus if we bring it back to the instagram post it is possibly that there is the perception that um, holistic medicine or natural um, ways of trying to help us conceive are really simplistic and a little bit misleading like it's not just cow smoothies it's not just take a cruise and relax like it's about much more than that um, and I guess it's up to us to really educate people about how this can affect fertility, um, how this can save them money, how this can uh, improve their
1: overall well-being as well. Because the functional approach does attract a lot of left-brained, you know, science-minded people because it's grounded in science, not just like, we're having kale smoothie, all this stuff. And that's why people like it. Because, yeah, I think with IVF, it's like, here's the the procedure. This is what we do. Functional approach is similar. Because I think some other holistic approaches where it's like, we do this and we do that, and it does feel really even though like the woo-woo thing is good because that is obviously important too for you to get into your you know your mindset. But um, yeah, the logical type A people are drawn to the functional approach, it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah, and even if the woo-woo is the placebo effect, like I'm all for it, man. The placebo effect is real. If you believe yeah. it, it happens, yeah. right? It's like manifesting. Like, yeah. you know, like that's, you put your belief in something and I think maybe that's why I have so much success with my journey is because I got into my mind this was gonna work you know when I started it I didn't believe it I didn't know I, I was it was like we've talked about before I was desperate I I was willing to try anything and I did every single thing before that so this was just the next thing I was gonna do and um, You know putting that belief in that mindset just uh, enabled me to do such a strict diet to keep going after you know a a, like a miscarriage on a frozen embryo transfer with the perfect diet with the immune suppressing drugs everything should have worked i should have had twins beyonce was having twins i should have been having twins and it didn't you know and that um the work that I put in before that there it was two months later, natural pregnancy. And like you, Devin, like, I would have never fucking thought that like, no way, eight years, eight fucking years. Um, So yeah, I think that maybe
3: the takeaway message, you know, is that it's uh, there is still hope. It's what you can uh, believe in, try long enough to feel the results of and believe in, which is what you guys have been saying also that, uh, you know, there's an individualized component to this. And if it's right for you, that's half the benefit is because it is something that you can believe in and go all in and there is magic in that in the belief in the confidence and the motivation to keep going to keep looking to keep trying um you know that that holds a manifesting power all its own
0: Yeah, and we, Devin's like our little secret weapon, the other girls don't know it, but I've like, we're putting Devin out into the IVF world to kind of like enlighten everyone else about being enlightened.
3: (laughs) I'm in the the middle of the woo, but I think you (laughs) ladies are too, you know, you're, you guys are all, besides, you know, super smart and experts and well-informed, you also have an appreciation uh, for the science behind it and then an appreciation for who people are, their souls, you know, their minds, their emotions. I really love the whole picture that you get here and um, the, the way we, we all genuinely care.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we'll end it there. Thank you so much once again, ladies, for joining us. I hope you guys are loving the talk show and finding fertility and leave us a rating or review. Let us know. I know we got a a review about our mics being like not great. I know I'm super loud and some people are like super quiet. I'm really sorry. once you guys share and get exposure and let us know, we can get some sponsors and then get some like real equipment in or like maybe meet up. That that's like my ultimate dream for all of us to Yay. come together and in Hawaii. Um, that sounds yeah, good to me. Sounds good to me. um <laughs> But anyways, right? Thanks so much uh, once again. All our links in the show notes, and you guys have a beautiful weekend. Bye. 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 <laughs> a few more things before you go if you are loving this podcast please leave us a rating and review it greatly helps out the podcast so other women like you who are ready to take control of their fertility health in a natural and holistic way improving your chances of getting pregnant naturally or if you need the support of IUI or IVF it totally helps us out more than you know If you would like to connect with any of our beautiful women that do the talk show here on Finding Fertility, their links are down in the show notes. Please feel to reach out to any one of us. We are here to support and get you through this infertility journey with a little bit more laughter, love, knowledge, and support. Make sure you head over to findingfertility.co to download your free three things that you can do to increase your chances of getting pregnant. This is an amazing free guide that you custom to your journey right now in areas of diet supplementation and lifestyle this is also going to lead into the 10-day challenge that is starting march 18 that is it for me this week ladies have a wonderful weekend and i will see you on tuesday for another closer today clip have a good one